Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Where the Stars Fell, The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, and Civilized. Plus, early access to new episodes of Midnight Burger, all still entirely ad-free. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Great Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are regrouping in the mines before attacking the portal. Quinny had a battle of wills with an archer, Reginald won that same archer over, and Juniper discovered several secrets about a car. But what will happen now she's turned into a murderous werewolf? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. The wolf has emerged. Oh! There you go. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you saw a pretty lady in a cartoon. Um, You are uh, the... the bite that has long simmered on your arm and that I've been making you roll D6s for for like yeah. many, many episodes <laughs> has finally come to uh, come to light. The dark shape you saw flitting around in your mind has has emerged. Um, if only Juniper could remember that. <laughs> well, Juniper's not here right now, uh, which is why I'm controlling your character. Uh, everybody roll oh, initiative. no. Oh, fuck. Are you rolling initiative for me? Uh, I'm rolling initiative for me. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> you can play the prison ghost in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> and I will. Butthole gets a 15. Reginald gets an 11. Good, because Quinny gets a 7. Uh, and Juniper gets a... Oh, that's pretty low. Okay. Uh, Juniper only gets a 9. Cool. Uh, top of the round, uh, butthole. You you hear uh, Laura's expert "ow," um, and uh, turn to see uh, a massive hulking form as the uh, the the chair and body merge into a massive uh, wolf like shape uh, that chomps down and bites off the head of Strongest Toe, whose name you don't know, but we do, and forever in our hearts. Yep. Um, <laughs> as blood 
gushes from his uh, geysers from his his neck and his strong-toed body collapses, ruining the pants that were the point of the competition. Uh, what do you do? <laughs> okay. Butthole has talked with aware before. Yes. Because Scout Captain Crendon is aware. But I don't know if he'd immediately jump to this is a werewolf. So, Tom, could I do an insight roll to see if yeah, he knows what that. the fuck is going on? Okay. That is a 27. <laughs> yes. So I think you can put it together pretty pretty quickly. Um, also, like, you've seen Juniper transform a bunch. Uh, she's never bit someone's head off before. Yeah, that's new. That's new. That's a new one <laughs> yeah. uh, for her and for you. And does this transformation look different than the usual change of persona? It does not. Okay. Um, essentially... Because of her changeling nature, the wolf, rather than just becoming a form that you transform into, has essentially been added almost roulette style to her her personas. So it is it is trapped in there as one of the rotating uh, people she can be. Almost like it has a one in six chance of coming out. <laughs> okay. Uh, almost exactly that. That's so uncanny. But, I mean, Butthole doesn't know that. Uh, Butthole's just going to yell, oh, fuck me, werewolf. Uh, and he's going to run forwards. Uh, and he just wants to grab the, like, like touch, shove, grab. Uh, and he wants to cast Remove Curse. Mm. Hello. But it is a touch spell. So he does need to successfully touch. All right. Uh, cast it. So let's go with a, uh, I think it's probably going to be an opposed dexterity. Because this is about speed of you grabbing and it evading. So roll a, a dex, unless it's a touch attack. It's a it's like a touch spell. So whatever that is. So like theoretically, okay, in no, this then case, you gotta, it would, then you got to roll to hit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So would I be rolling with, because I have not used touch attacks in possibly ever. Your uh, spell, spell attack bonus? Or yes, would, that's yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 17. Yes. So 17 will hit. And then as I understand it from remove curse, um, at your touch cures uh, all curses affecting one creature or object. And um, all right, fair enough. So you grab hold of, of uh, Juniper. What is what does remove curse look like in butthole magic? I'm so sorry, everyone. Um. <laughs> <sighs> butthole uh, grabs Juniper, and it's a touch attack. But as he's holding her, she just starts to glow gold. And then just a giant butthole appears on one side of her, golden in the air. Mm -hmm. That's like the size of, of her full body. Mm -hmm. And another butthole appears on the other side. And the one butthole just farts. And it's like a trumpet blast of light. Ooh. And it blasts all the curses out of her body where the other butthole goes. <laughs> and <just> absorbs <laughs> all the energy. And they disappear. Right. I dread to ask. <laughs> <laughs> but these two golden buttholes, are they the man or the anatomy? Uh, <laughs> to the right, anatomy. That's the one that farts. <laughs> to the left, the man. Just going, absorbs the magic, and then he just goes, mm, and he disappears into like a rainbow. <laughs> God. To be clear, though, the man is not an exact replica of current butthole and armor and everything. It's the man with the robes and the walking stick shaped like a hammer that the various halflings have seen mm. at the castle. Mm. It's like the, 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 the god, not the man. I see. 
in in his representation of his current gotcha. followers and believers. It sounds like the equivalent of those guys who wear like the man, the legend shirt with like the arrow pointing at their dick. Except for you, it's like the man, the god. It's yeah. just like another <laughs> and the god points you. to the left and there's like a golden outline. Like he's got a fucking Jedi master he's lost. Yeah, he's got his own t-shirt that's like yeah. the me. It's, it's, it's a young Obi-Wan standing next to the ghost of an old Obi-Wan. Oh, hello there. <laughs> Uh, okay, fantastic. So um, you blast the curse out of Juniper, uh, at least momentarily. Based on your conversations with Crendon, you do know that this particular strain is much uh, more the work of Chickless yeah. Nage, the Chaos Mage. So the sense you get as as uh, Juniper, you revert into probably moss, I would assume. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, as you revert into moss and kind of like uh, the chair reemerges, um, kind of almost catching you um, as mm-hmm. you, you collapse, um, which will burn your uh, one one form of that okay. for the day. Um, uh, you get the sense that you've you've managed to, to kind of like knock it away, but that it's still on the perhaps one in six. Hmm. Um, roulette wheel, but that the... It's. It will take much more to purge, particularly because she's a changeling juniper of this. But uh, the immediate threat is ended, so we can drop out of initiative order. Sorry, Quinny. Great. Oh, hey, no. Does, by all means. I was going to say, does butthole? That's a good thing for us to know mechanically. But butthole, does he know that he didn't ban it completely, or does he think he got rid of it? Ooh, roll. Um. And that be an insight, I guess. Or what would it... Yeah, uh, you know what? Let's let's make it a wisdom saving throw. Okay, uh, because I think I could buy butthole either believing that he did it or because of his conversations with Crendon not the believing knowledge it. Might, yeah, but this is a gut. Like, was your gut tell you? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, I think you would you would feel like there's probably more to this based on your conversations with Crendon because otherwise you probably would have just cured Crendon. Oh so, yeah. Like, I think there's there's some lingering. Concern. Great. Well, okay, that was kind of fucked up. Uh, everyone, just so you know, uh, also, we didn't know. Apparently, Moss here, looking back, sees Moss before he says the name, making sure he's getting the right persona, uh, is a werewolf sometimes. That's fine. We've dealt with the threat for now. If any of you are injured in a way that doesn't involve the removal of your head, I can bring you back. But unfortunately, I can't help this guy. And Patty holding a bottle of blasting powder in one hand and uh, a match, an unlit match. And the other was like, you want for me to blow her up? No, Patty, we need that for the portal. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Juniper is still on our team. We're just going to have to find a way to work around the werewolfism. Well, she's just lucky I'm bad at lighting matches. I think you might be lucky about that too, Patty. Uh... <laughs> just bottle full of explosives lit on fire. Yep. Be a sad way to lose Patty two eyes. And um uh Serafina's just like, oh, I knew it. Thank you for that. You knew she was a werewolf? I knew she was no good. Lawyers never are. She's not a lawyer. She said she was a chief justice. Yeah, she's like a judge. Ugh. Yeah. She's like she makes and enforces the laws. Oh, wow. That's so much more impressive. Yeah, it is. I wasn't Are, being sarcastic. Is that just how you talk? Yes. God, you're insufferable. <laughs> but I was just going to whisper to Juniper, I thought more people would be worried about the murder, but this... let's let's let them oh, argue loudly. Oh, there is panic. There yeah, is panic. I, I like, the assholes are saying asshole things. Uh, the rest of them are like running away into the mines. Honestly, I, I, got, I got grumpy for a minute and then... 
<laughs> and then that happened. I, yeah, you, you killed a man. We're going to deal with that. But, Reginald's like, everyone uh, come back. I'm Reginald the Reborn. You are all going to be fine. Strongest Toe was a real bastard, and he deserved it. He said that I was a son of a bitch, and that's why she killed him. Like, <laughs> Roll like a, I don't know, a persuasion at, well, I mean, deception at disadvantage. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> He's not good at deception. I don't care. Yeah, then stop deceiving. <laughs> I can't persuade. There's no good truth. Yeah, well. I mean, why roll again after that first roll? Yeah. The second roll is so good. Uh, that will be an eight. Eight. Um, your your injured uh, Aka folks uh, fuck off into the mines. So they are. Uh, Patty Two Eyes is still with you. Uh, at least we've got Patty. You've got Pitch. Um, Serafina is lingering nearby. Being like, whatever you say, Reginald. Um, she's definitely Team Reginald, but uh, the rest of them have have fled from the right. That's not sarcastic. Horrific <laughs> sight of yeah, it's not uh, the horrific sight of. Um, uh, their compatriot having his head ripped off by the person they didn't know could change forms. It first turned into a troll and then turned into a werewolf and is now like a, a horrible Gary Busey monster. Um, cool. Uh, Juniper, I assume you do change back to Juniper? Um, no, because I, until she figures out what what has triggered the change... Okay, she's going to stay moss. Okay, well, huddle up everybody who didn't run away. Uh, first of all, new friends who didn't run. Very impressed with all of you. Good bravery. Uh, <laughs> Good bravery. Moss, uh, that was bad. Uh, yes. Do you know what caused that? Because uh, I don't think it was the moon because you've summoned no, the I power of the moon a lot. I've been crunch before. Yep, I've seen crunch. And it's been fine. Were you crunch I since was... the time you got bit? No. Okay, so maybe it's crunch. So I'm Maybe gonna... it's crunch, but also I I mean I I let myself get annoyed and I was rude. I was rude. Maybe maybe that's may, oh. I mean that could, I... but a rude wolf? Yeah, a, a wolf of impoliteness? I don't know, maybe... I mean, Quinny's rude all the time, and he's never turned into anything. I mean, Other I'm... than a hellish assassin. Yeah, yeah. And then kind of a good person for a bit, and he was a king for a while. A lot of, Do you know what? Honestly, being rude seems to be really transformative after a certain amount of time. I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so oh. I would say this changes the plan not at all. Uh, we're all going to miss dead guy. I didn't learn his name. Uh, let's just move strongest, forward. Strongest toe. Oh, I, I don't care. He's dead. I'm not learning it now. Uh, Juniper, are you... Uh... It's Moss. Right. Sorry. Yep. You're right. Sorry, Moss. Um, I don't get to see you too often. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Moss, uh, you know all the all the same things that Juniper knew about explosives and I stuff, do. though, right? I do. Uh, but you're not willing to change your appearance at this time. Is that right? Uh... Not, not right now. Okay, what if, what if so, we have you? Okay, there's kind of like two things here that are warring conflicts within me. One, I really want to help you go through this whole experience emotionally and make sure that you're in a healthy place. And two, we are in a nightmare realm where an army is going to come if we don't do this job. I know. So, here's the thing: I slapped that werewolf out of you so fast, <laughs> and I can do that again if need be. Can you turn into somebody to go patrol 
this stupid portal right if, now. If you're next to me and can stop that. Okay, great. So the plan is still a go. We got to get there. But you have to promise that I had no control. Yeah, I understand. I'll, I'll be standing there with a hand on you while you switch around. Like, we can do that with the whole switcheroo. As long as I can touch you, I can slap that werewolf out of you so fast, I'll, I'll fart it into my mouth in a heartbeat. You didn't see the magic do that. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. I wish I didn't see the magic do that. <laughs> Honestly, Moss just accepts it. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's the best call at this point. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hello everyone, it's Tyler Hewitt here, just taking a little break from the show to let you know that Dum Dums and Dice have a Patreon. Yeah, did you know that? Have you heard about this? We've got a Patreon, and we've got a bunch of different tiers for you to subscribe at, the lowest one being just $1 per month, and with that you actually get one of my favorite perks, you get access to our patron-only Discord. You've got a lot of fans hanging out on there already, it's very active, uh, we hang out on there, we're active uh, and part of the Discord as well. We've got one of my favorite channels is the Questions for Cast channel where you can ask us about our process, about our characters or anything like that, but also just like personal, you know, kind of get to know us questions as well. Uh, and I like getting to know the fans of our shows uh, on this Discord. So it's been great so far. I highly recommend it. You should head over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. One more time, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. See you there. I just want to put it out there, you know, if the transformation thing is a risk, I mean, we've obviously got a solution to it, but, you know, creating a, an asshole and another butthole probably taxes you somewhat. Oh, yeah, it's not like free, but it's not the worst. Okay, well, I mean, you know, we all packed potions for this little incursion. I know I've got uh, uh, a potion of uh, soft step, muffles the sound of movement. Plus my ring of invisibility, Moss could just be a bomb-planting ghost solo mission. She could drink the stuff, be silent. She could be invisible and go about her work. I That's, could it's do that. An, and then she doesn't have to transform. 
Okay, like, like you guys are the stealth experts. This is not what I do. I try I'm to combine just, expertise, but that's. I mean, Moss, are you good to like? I don't know. Go off on your own and be invisible and do like that work, or are you going to be distracted by your current I'd, situation? I think it's best for me to not be around people I might hurt right now, unless those people are people we want to hurt. That doesn't sound healthy, but it does sound useful. I, I just don't. Honestly, I. I don't under I don't understand what's happening to me. I don't. I mean, I get it. I've heard of this, but I. I don't know how it's going to impact me. Okay. Well, bare minimum, can you identify for us the parts of the portal that need to be blown up? Because this whole yes. thing is scuttled. If you can't even I do can. that much. Okay. Okay. So, also want to flag this for the Chief Justice. What just happened? I said murder. Not true. You're sick. And that made a thing happen that you morally did not choose to do. You did not have what they call the mens rea. You didn't have the mental state to be able no. to commit that murder. You didn't know right from wrong. It was a wolf that did it. So you're not a murderer. But did I call forth the wolf? No. Well, I mean, did you know there was a wolf in you and did you actively call it forth? I, I got bit, so. But did you know? N no, not, not for sure. Did you suspect? I don't know. I got bit. Okay, this sounds like you're kind of rewriting history because you never talked to any of us about possibly being a werewolf. I know. I, I just ha I hadn't thought about it since I got bit. It just it healed that's, and that's, it was fine. Okay, I stand by my thing. You did not know that was a thing. When that's did you not get you being bit? I feel like I wasn't there for that. Back in Cornucopia. Oh yeah. Back fighting I was talking that meeting chaos really, mage asshole. Okay. okay, so not your bad. All I'm saying is not a murderer. This is an accident but not your fault. I'm, you can still feel bad about it. I'm not saying any part of your emotional journey is wrong. I'm just saying you're not, like, there's not going to be a fucking trial over this shit. We know that wasn't you. You know that wasn't you. Quinny knows that wasn't you. Nobody here thinks it was you except possibly Serafina, and that's fine. No, it wasn't me. I just don't like having something in me that isn't me. Oh, yeah, I know how that feels. I don't, but I, I'll help you keep it out of you. Okay, so we're going to turn okay. her in invisible, and we're going to let her blow something up. And she gets to do some violence while she's feeling emotionally unsatisfied. And as we all know, that's a healthy way to deal with things. Right, Quinny? Weird thing to say, but yes, I agree. I love you too. Okay, let's, uh, let's do this. Stop that. <sighs> all right, here are your explosives. Give her the piss bottles. <laughs> <laughs> well, okie dokie. Seems like you're good for destroying stuff, so here you go. Um, and yeah, she's put together... Um, uh, I think there's probably like four, four explosives. Okay. Um, oh, we don't even need the bag of holding then. I thought it'd be like massive amounts of explosives. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a ton of, uh, there wasn't a ton of, of blasting powder left in the mines. Super. Okay. Yep. That makes it easier too. Yeah. Okay. So if we send her in, ah, let's go fucking scout this thing. Then we'll figure this out. I mean, I can keep an eye on her even when she's invisible. Thanks to this thing, Morden Kanan's gift. Okay, cool. So let's go scout this out. And then we could send her in, and if it turns out there's a bunch of other shit she needs help with, Quinny, maybe you can turn your footsteps off and be sneaky, and she can be invisible, and then she's got backup. Okay, just don't let me see you. You won't. I can promise you that. Okay. 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 Yes, we have to do this. All right, I'm giving you this potion of soft step. You drink that when you're ready to go in quiet. And Reginald, ring of invisibility, please. Quinny, do you want to take my potion of frost giant strength just in case something happens and I attack, attack you or something? Mm, I got other potions. I'm good. Don't worry. I'm worried about you. Okay. 
Okay. All right, Quinny, why don't you take the ring for now so you can do the scouting, and then we'll trade it over to her when it's time. Sounds good. Great. He's got the ring. Okay, so we're all good to go. Patty, you stay here. Doc okay. H- Doc Huckleberry, you stay here with Patty yeah, and help right. round up the others. Also, we can't let them go into the city and say what happened down here. Uh, <laughs> Goblin Jr., you're with us. Snarf. <laughs> Why was that so funny? <laughs> Just snarf. <laughs> Serafina, we're also going to have you stay here for now, but we may need your contacts once we get into the city at some future point. Uh, well, just make sure they're all dressed for it. I'll do that, I guess. Okay, let's go. <laughs> all right. Uh, you head um, sort of back up. Um, at this point, it's probably uh, dawn. Uh, well, I guess it's like late in the evening, early early dawn. Your your short rest has become a longer situation because <laughs> of, of werewolfing and uh, having to having to sort that out. So you um, emerge to kind of that um, that early early light uh, hasn't quite started to spread across the sky. Um, there are still alarm klaxons going off uh, throughout the the city, and you can see now more of the the patrol situation that uh, butthole you would have been used to in in a cop regiments moving through the streets. Um, that said, they are smaller than than you're used to, uh, and it's again very clear that the resources of a car are somewhat taxed. Um, uh, more importantly, you can hear the moans of the undead. Um, in addition to Aka soldiers, it would seem that the most recently raised corpses are now also um, uh, patrolling, sort of shambling through the streets, less as um, as sort of units and more as almost. Oh, I mean, kind of like wandering alarms, like just having a bunch of zombies wandering the streets is is helpful to to flag when there are uh, enemies about and that sort of thing. So um, that's the kind of situation you're, you're coming out into. Um, luckily, they didn't see any of you go into this area, so they're not patrolling your specific area. They're just patrolling the streets. As you know, you'll need to get cross town in order to um, get to the uh, portal bridge. How do you yep. intend to get across the town? Knowing that we're shifting into daylight and it's the start of a day, it'll be like, wait until we can see. Because Aka has had a lot of alarms over its history <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's a very warlike town. But it'll also mean that there are some people, probably not as many as previously now that it's a much smaller mortal population, that still have to go around and do things. So like when regular traffic starts, they just want to join regular traffic of whatever variety it is. Like it's it's walking with purpose. It's the thing I used to do around restaurants when I didn't, when it was slow and I didn't want to clean windows. It was like, walk like you have a place you need to be as though you belong and go where you're going. Excellent. All right. So, hmm. I don't know what check we would make. That's probably, if you're, if you're just trying to blend in, I think I'd go with uh, performance or deception. If you are trying to lurk in the shadows and kind of move through that way, you could roll stealth. Corny's probably going to do stealth. It, it's uh, a, a, a great policy to have under almost any circumstances just to try and go unnoticed, not even blending in. I'm just proud of myself for not asking for investigation checks. It's a real personal <laughs> growth for me. Mm. 21 on performance for Moss. Yep. Nice. 32 stealth. A dirty 20 for butthole for performance and a 14 for Reginald for performance. Okay. Yeah. So with, with those roles, you're able to to blend in fairly well. Ryan, to your point, an alarm in a car isn't like an alarm in a peaceful place. It's just 
basically telling everyone to be slightly more alert, but they're not like, oh my God, an alarm here in these parts? <laughs> what do we do? We've never seen this before. Um, like one of those peaceful planets in Star Trek. It's always really confused when someone has a gun. Um, so you're able to um, to sort of blend into the traffic. The traffic is is lighter, and I think you're you're starting to see as you move through the town or the city rather um, more of the evidence of the boredom and kind of displacement of uh, of the the people of Aka when they don't have a war to fight. Um, there are a lot more soldier types going about. Um, what would have previously been sort of civilian jobs. There's um, like for you, butthole kind of looking at the the streets. It's just everything feels slightly abandoned. Like it's just a, a part of like the, the whole town feels kind of like it's falling apart. And with I think the additional information you've received around uh, Typhus's plans, it kind of makes sense. That they're letting this place kind of fall to shit because they don't intend to be here for very long. Um so you pass the uh, the Black Castle um, with the the sort of ethereal burning uh, hmm. golden burning flame um, that uh, surrounds it, shot through with with blue flames um, that uh, just kind of crackle every so often. Like a bird flies through, and the the wall immediately leaps up to meet it. Uh, it burns oh. up, um, and kind oh, of a, a puff of uh, a puff of feathers. You can see that the warding appears almost to be a column. So it's not like it's a dome. It's just like from here to sky is uh, a no-fly zone for hmm. uh, for the castle. Um, the parade grounds are being set up for um, a the parade today. Um, so you can see there's a lot of a lot of the folks that are moving through town are, are moving to get set up there. This is the murder parade. This is the murder parade. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you can tell though that a lot of low-level soldiers or less specialized troops are setting up the, um, like, the boxes for famous people. And um, it would seem uh, from the way it's being set up that basically the higher the rank, the better the seat you're going to have at the murder parade to see the Horde. Mm. And based on what you've been told, it would make sense to you that they have to kind of sell how cool the Horde is to really, like, get everyone on side. There's obviously the dark spikes that are just all about it. But for the rest of a cop. It's just easier if your soldiers are are willing and, and excited. So you move past the the parade grounds. Um, again, there's a lot of hustle and bustle around that, so that buys you kind of some time and space to move a little bit more mm -hmm. easily. Um, you can see the the hospital in the light of day, and again, it it looks um, there are a lot of guards posted around it. Um, it's it's sort of heavily reinforced uh, after your breakout. Um, the window has already been boarded shut, um, and there's there's kind of like. Interviews going on with the um, some of the, the the folks who are injured. You can tell from the way the the war wounded are standing that all of them are trying to present themselves as healthy enough to rejoin the fight, um, but are being uh, generally ignored by the the soldiers that are interviewing them. Um, moving past the barracks, um, it has been decked out again in in pageantry, like horde pageantry. Um, there are uh, bad um, knockoff banners that have been obviously made by the people who sleep there. Um, to kind of look look like Horde. They've done a lot of the weird, like, here's your logo and my logo. We combine them, and it just looks like trash. <laughs> um, and you can see groups of, of uh, dark spikes uh, painting their armor outside. Um, some of them are, are, like, putting it out to dry to make sure that they're in their, their best black and red for the, uh, the murder parade. Passing that, um, you um, begin to make your way up toward... Uh, the uh, portal bridge, you can see the forge in the distance. It's a massive building, as you can imagine, for a uh, nation state built around the god of war. They like making weapons. 
Um, so it's kind of just a big, almost industrial factory kind of situation, which is a, a big sort of heavy metal building. The smokestacks are cranking out black smoke, and they're clearly mm. um, uh, clearly the forges are in full effect. Um, Quinny, you can see um, as kind of you're making your way towards the the portal bridge. In the distance, you can see the the street that was indicated on the pamphlets. So the the thrift shop is like near ish. It's not in your immediate vicinity, but you know you can see it from a distance. You clock it and kind of have a sense of how to get back there. Um, and finally, uh, you arrive at uh, the portal bridge. So the portal bridge is a uh, a large construction project. Um, again, we can think of this as a bit of a Stargate situation. Hmm. Um, you can tell that they've basically tried to reverse engineer a Ravengate. So it looks similar okay. to what you saw in, in Ravenloft, uh, but if it was being built from scratch. So not kind of an ancient gate left by mysterious people, but just like <laughs> literally, okay, well, we saw the mysterious thing. How do we build our own version of that? Um, it's on a large, um, uh, almost a um, top of a cliff sort of situation. Um, you can see the the wall beyond, but you know, the wall is, is closer to this height. Um, this would have been probably a lookout at some point um, for a car. Um, if there was ever a desire for kind of art or, or reflection, this would be like the, the warrior can go and meditate here and like look out over very much a, like all of this will be yours spot um, sort of in the north, north end of the kingdom. Uh, however, they're using this to build this kind of massive um, octagon of stone um, or this octagonal frame of stone. Around it, there are tons and tons of packed crates um, that bear the, uh, the logo of Typhus Industries. Um, presumably, these are the quantum cores that are being moved across. Uh, however, you can see a couple of them are open and they just have armor and, and weapons in them. Uh, it seems that the forge is, is cranking out gear as well. It looks like dumb Faerun gear, not horde gear. So it's not like the horde is, is manufacturing weapons here, but um, seemingly in preparation for uh, Akka soldiers move, moving across there. They're building new weapons. Um, that said, it is a port partially completed gate. So it's not fully operational. You can tell okay. there's a lot of scaffolding around it. Um, it's clearly functional, but it's not fully functional. Um, it's a, it's a Death Star scenario. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's also different from the ones that you saw um, during kind of the big the big fight, um, kind of at the few seasons ago, where they had a gate where they were moving mages across. Mm -hmm. This thing doesn't look stable by any stretch, and the reason for that is pretty ah, clear. They've got a ZPM that isn't fully charged. Probably. I still haven't watched the show, but uh, yes, that. Um, <laughs> a metaphor that only works for Laura at this table, but her and listeners. Yeah, and then Kratos shows up and Whereas is like, Rodney boy. would say, ZPM. Activate this Stargate for me. That's what he said in that show, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> there are three very clearly important and very clearly eccentric um architects who are working on this mm. and you can tell that they are the people working on it because they are in the middle of fucking screaming at each other <laughs> and it is three full-blown i'm an artiste meltdowns happening simultaneously um there's one with a a large feather out of one of those big floppy hats from yieldy times um wearing very much a almost elizabethan wear um it's bright pink 
Um, it's got uh, sort of a lot of um, cuffs. He's got like a, a big scraggly beard um, and he's holding a, a, a tablet, um, not a cool modern tablet, but literally a tablet. Oh, okay. I just wanted to say it like it was technological. The fuck with you? Um, he has a tablet with a, with a scroll on it um, and a little like candle. And he's just like tapping at it aggressively with a pen. He's got like a, an ink pen. He's got a little pot on his belt and he keeps hmm. dipping in it. And he just keeps pointing at it. Saying like, no, 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 no. We must. I'm, I'm telling you, we 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 must move the angle slightly. If we can catch more of the sun, if we can charge it for more time. If we don't do that, then I do not know how it's going to work. Um, and there's an orc who is massaging his forehead so aggressively that like you can see he's losing hair over time as he does <laughs> this. Um, he has those uh, weird fucking uh, wild wild west sunglasses that like flip up and have. All manner of like little, um, you know, like jewelers, goggle pieces and other things on them um, that are riding up and down on on top of his kind of like small nose as he rubs his forehead. Hmm. And he just says, yes, but we've been over this. It's not the sun that's powering it. So I don't know how having more sunlight is going to do a damn thing. <laughs> um, and then there is a, uh, a gnome woman. Um, who is uh, has a bottle of wine in one hand and a glass in the other and is just refilling it and sipping. Like, she's not chugging it, but is clearly just done with this nonsense um, and just kind of grumbling, like, none of it matters if we can't sustain it. So, sure, great, yeah, son, whatever, move it, fine. Takes a sip. Uh, and none of them are listening to each other. But unfortunately, the crew that is working on it has to listen to all three of them. So there's a lot of, like, different things going on. There's a lot of very confused craftspeople um, plying their trade. Um, and uh, the general sense from everyone around it is a, uh-oh, the creatives are arguing things. So all the ACA soldiers <laughs> are standing around kind of awkwardly, not really sure what to do. Um, uh, however, there is a very, very harried, um, like, assistant or Castilian, an Emily type um mm -hmm. who is uh kind of just darting around um in kind of like uh the the weird sort of like butler equivalent of an Aka outfit so it's still like a lot of gold and black and she's wearing like the full black and, and gold face paint um but is also kind of the hospitality person just saying like uh, hey everyone look I appreciate that uh you know the time is is burning but uh you know our next window is rapidly approaching uh you know, um, we, we only have a few minutes until the sun's up, uh, and then we'll be stuck for another 12 hours. So if you could uh, wrap this up, you know, uh, just in, in the name of Lord Typhus and Lord Emily, that'd be great. Yeah, okay, okay, great. Thank you, thank you. Um, and they do panic a bit at this, but they're clearly at a crossroads. Uh, and eventually there's a lot of swearing. They all storm off in other directions. And uh, the, uh, the one with the wine uh, just says, uh, listen, um, I just... We'll just run it the same way we have previously for now, and then we'll try and fix it for the next cycle, okay? And the the cast the, the uh, cast and you've got Castilian in my head now. That's all I want to say. <laughs> I know. Uh, the Emily just nods and says, uh, "Yo, okay, great. Well, then we'll just run it like normal for the next shipment, and uh, we'll fix it next time. Okay, thanks." Um, and they all fuck off to different directions. The man with the hat um, storms off uh, to just a number of easels where he's got different like Vene like think uh, Leonardo da Vinci style diagrams of the sun. Like all the old, like there's lots of dotted lines and, and big circles and things. Nice ideas, but they'll never work. I mean, you know, it just whirly gigs, not the best for helicopters. <laughs> um, so he's working on that. 
Um, the orc uh, goes back over to um, uh, just like throws open a, a tent flap um, and goes inside. There's a puff of smoke that comes out of the tent as he goes inside. And you can see um, there's kind of a, a purplish smoke blowing out of the, uh, the the top, like the hole in the top of the tent. Um, and uh, the lady with the wine um, checks the bottle, notices it's empty, um, just kind of like tosses it uh, into a pile, grabs a new bottle, and goes and sits on the edge of the cliff um, to sip her wine. So that is what you see when you arrive at the portal gate. The people working on the portal, Tom, who have access to it, that are, are is it generally regular Akas soldiers that are kind of working among the structure, just so that we know what we're trying to costume. Totally, mm. yeah, yeah. If we need to costume, because we might not, because yeah. we're talking about invisibility, but worth just logging yeah yeah so it's um i would say a 50 50 split of craftspeople and a cost soldiers um, right. the soldiers have been the soldiers are doing the same kind of work that you've seen everywhere else where it's like if scaffolding needs replacement if things need lifting all that sort of stuff uh, and then the craftspeople are in there you can see there's like enchanters and a, a variety of different people working on like Focus crystals and, you know, grinding in little mortar and pestles and throwing kind of powders on things. And from a, I mean, none of your wizards, Tyler, maybe Quinny would, would clock this, but you all hung out with Alan for a long time. Um, it's clear that at this point they, they are burning a ton of consumable ingredients to mm. make this thing work on the regular. It's not a sustainable process mm. yet, and it's not in any way self-running. So it's almost like you can see them basically performing rituals on various pieces of this to make sure that it'll it'll click on at the appropriate time. Um, the Emily comes back out with a giant hourglass um, that is uh, almost as big as her because she's, uh, she's a halfling. Um, and she puts it down and is clearly just kind of like watching, watching the horizon. Um, it looks like it's about as much sand as you need for a minute. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, butthole would be like, all right, it's time for us to make this pretty easy. Yep. Uh, Moss, if we can hide you for a second and get you into that uniform, just in case you have to go uninvisible at any okay. point, then you'll be the best thing to be able to kind of walk in, walk out. Quinny, will sneak you in there. Moss, with you being able to be invisible, Quinny, do you need some like stealthy footsteps help for yourself if you're going to go in there dressed as you? No, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, let's blow this fucking thing up. Let's not fuck around. Uh, I, if you don't mind me adding something from the side, uh, Quinny, if I could just talk to you for a second, uh, and he'll just take I'm Quinny and put away. Getting kissed, but yeah, okay. It's yeah, lover no, no. spat. I'm not, not here to kiss you. Here's the thing. What? A butthole's probably not going to make this order because he's a nice person, but if you can kill one person while you're up there, kill that Emily. It's the only thing, like, they're the only person keeping this whole damn thing on schedule. Those three creatives will go right up each other's ass the moment there isn't somebody here to organize. And if they send somebody new who doesn't know how to work with these three and we don't get this thing blown up, they'll still probably pick a fight, pick a favorite, the whole thing will be a fucking disaster for, like, three weeks. I'm yeah. not saying you have to do it. I'm just saying if you get a shot, I will keep that's an eye the dead on that. person. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, all right. Why did that have to be a secret discussion? Because you don't think Butthole's got the, the killer in him to say it? I don't know if Butthole's going to be like, yeah, kill a competent servant who has not committed crimes, but I'm fine with that. Yeah, okay. All right. I mean, she works for Typhus and... Uh, and is bringing the horde here, so yeah. fuck him. Yeah, all right. I'll keep on. on the other side is like, it's good that they're, they're having this moment before you, you go, you know, <laughs> Quinny goes into combat. I, I want them to feel satisfied. Quinny comes back. Okay, we'll wait here, and if something goes bad, I'd say give us a signal, but we're probably going to know, so just go ahead. All right, Moss, Ring of Invisibility, here you go. 
Just right. uh, put it on, think invisible thoughts and... And I have to think about being invisible? Okay. I was just have, trying to have a little fun here. It just, oh. you basically just will it to work and it works. You just think, I would like to be invisible and you're invisible. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Doesn't require any kind of concentration or special anything. All right. And she puts it on. Can you imagine if I said roll a d6? <laughs> I was really thinking about it. But I won't. Because he didn't transform. Fight you. <laughs> <laughs> you turn invisible. Um, so um, you turn invisible. You chug the potion, um, which which dampens all the sounds off, mm -hmm. off of your chair. Um, and you proceed to try and make your way up. Uh, go ahead and roll me stealth, please, okay. at advantage. I would like to be accompanying uh, Moss here as well. Okay. So you as well. <laughs> Again, like, well, I don't know why, but you can... Butthole watches them go away and he's like, oh, we should have put Quinny in the uniform. <laughs> As Quinny goes in street clothes next to an invisible moss in a costume. <laughs> it wouldn't have fit him anyways. But no. still. 16. But like a kid wearing like their parents' clothes. Just like walking yeah. around. 16? Yeah. Great. 22. 22. Oh, okay. So because of the, the sense of urgency that's going on, there's not a lot of attention paid uh, to, to either of you. Um, and uh, as you, you kind of start to, to move in closer, you can see that they're moving all uh, a number of the crates up uh, to the base of the uh, of this. The, I was going to call it Stargate. Fuck it, they're bringing it up to the base of the Stargate. Um, <laughs> and um, there's a, a number of soldiers lining up, almost like um, when people like pallbearers. So like you know, like one person on either side on the four corners of these big crates, these stacks of crates. Um, and they all look a little bit nervous and are, are kind of getting psyched up. Um, where would you like to plant the explosives? Is that the is that the top of a cliff? Yes. Um. I think I, just along the bottom. Um. Probably two on like either side of of the gate itself, like right close by, and then the stockpiles of. Uh, uh, the quantum cores? Yeah. And then one on there as well. That's close enough, right? How uh, far away is it? Well, so people are currently bringing those those crates, like, up in front yeah. and, and are on either side. So you can try and sneak up and plant one in there, but that yeah. will be a, a more of a feat. Why don't we try... Mm. Maybe two at the bottom, at the base of the cliff? That's is that possible or is that ways away. it's a big ways away? Okay. Yeah. Um, then you know what? Let's just go for the gate. Okay. All just all around the gate. Okay. So we'll just keep it simple for now. Four around the gate. Um, Quinny, can you roll me a perception check? Uh, 18. 18. Um, you notice that uh, Floppy Hat, as he's, you know, like sketching something, uh, drops his his fancy pen, and as he picks it up, he looks back, and he looks directly at Juniper, Moss. He looks directly at Moss, um, and his eyes kind of go wide, and he says, "Wait, who who are you? How is this possible?" Uh, you I, tap your own eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the answer comes back pretty quick, just because it's like, all right, magic, some some magic bullshit. Uh, uh -huh. I would like to cast Mage Hand to uh, pull his hat off his head and just, <laughs> just let's see how important that shit is to him. And just have it. <laughs> 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 just 
watching Tommy like, fuck, I had 30 ideas of what you could do. None of them were yank uh, well, his hat. Okay. I rolled a two. So on his his uh, intelligence save to not flail for the hat. Um, but as uh, the uh, the hat blows away and you can see that he's got um, a key. He's, he's got like luscious hair. <laughs> There's a rat under there with its own easel drawing the plans for the portal. Look. <laughs> Having put a monkey in a mayor's hat before, I can't play the old hands. Yeah. Uh, as much as I'd love a... Ratakai. Rakakuni from uh, everything ever. Yeah, uh, the hat blows away, um, and uh, his he's bald from the hat up. Um, oh, no. So it's like he's just got like long hair from there down. And immediately his hands shoot up to it, um, and uh, he just yells, sees them as he leaps for the hat, but because he didn't indicate who them is... Uh, a lot of the soldiers kind of drop into a fighting stance and are just kind of like arbitrarily looking around as as he he reaches for the hat. Um, Juniper, you fin Moss, you finished mm-hmm. um, planting your your last explosive. Uh, can you roll me athletics to see if you can get far enough away? Sure. Twelve. Twelve. Um, okay, it's not great terrain, um, yep. so you're you're not making great speed. So Quinny, you can see that she's not going to be clear of this for another round. There is still that Emily with the hourglass, though. You need to enact Reginald's plan. Where is Emily? She's near the, the site. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of uh, close to the the orc's tent, um, but she's close enough that everyone can see the hourglass, but far enough away to not be in the way. She's very good at her job. Yeah. Uh, this guy being able to see Moss is too much of a a wrench in the gears. Um, I'm going to just try and do more subtle stuff to just buy, buy Moss time. Um, I'd like to cast Minor Illusion mm-hmm. and just somewhere in the crowd of soldiers who are around this guy who said sees him, just have the sound go, ha-ha, as him <laughs> clutching his bald head. <laughs> All right. He... Uh... <laughs> He he turns. Uh, he whips around uh, as as the hat uh, blows away. Um, I've rolled so badly for this guy. Oh, thank God. Uh, and he just <laughs> These says, "Are not rock solid yeah. ideas." Yeah. He just says, "Dardanos, get out here!" And the the orc uh, storms out. Um, and he says, uh, "My magic eye is having trouble seeing who is doing the laughing." And also, I think there is a there's a strange person there, and we must. And like Dardanos is just like. Like uh, what? Uh, like what are you talking about? There's I don't see anyone. He like and he's changing all the glass lenses. Being like, I'm trying every spectrum and there's nothing there other than that lady in the chair who's going away. Wait a minute, why is she invisible? Oh um, fuck, fine. <laughs> I'm ready to shoot at uh, an Eldritch blast at Emily. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> You made things complicated enough. It's time to make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, go ahead and roll your attack. First one is going to be 16 to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. Um, I rolled a six. It's not plus 10. It's plus eight. Uh, 14. 14 to hit. Okay. That will not do it. Okay. And then nine plus eight. Uh, 17. 17. Thank you. That I don't one know what's hit. going on. <laughs> she gets pushed 10 feet. I'd like to push her into the tent and just have it collapse on sure. her. <laughs> Uh, that probably gives away my position pretty handily. Oh since yeah, very. Eldritch much. Blast is a beam, so it's full on a colored line to yep. where I am. Do you do damage? Uh, I do. Yeah, three. 
Well, you're lucky she doesn't have one. Um, yeah, so she she just like holding the hourglass. She's like looking to the horizon um, and nodding. She starts to turn it over um, and then just like just fucking slammed by a beam. Um, the hourglass drops and shatters. Um, and just hear like a whoop as she's blasted back through the tent um, and just like a flailing limbs uh, situation. Sand blows everywhere. Hmm. Um and uh, yeah, there's now the guards are very much like fuck that guy, um, and make usual angry guard noises. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. As they uh, as they, they they turn toward you, um, and the uh, the sun edges up over the horizon. At which point, um, the first beams hitting the ring, the octagonal ring, light it up, and for the next sixty seconds, a gate into the grim dark realm will be open. Let's roll initiative. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sign. That's a geometric waveform or arc that rises and falls. And a new Canadian TTRPG and podcast inspired by that almost soothing mathematical motion. Let me show you. The action begins to rise as powerful strangers in a ruined yet vibrant world band together. If you run north, they will chase you. I suggest you stand behind me. Partner, I'd rather stand beside you if you're willing to help. Tension continues to mount higher as our characters must push themselves beyond their usual limits. As I'm climbing into the into the driver's seat, I'm gonna say to Sarah, sometimes you gotta make tough decisions. I'm driving now. And it peaks as a danger and excitement hits its zenith, leading to great failure or success. Fenriel would be just fire at this point. She straight up might die. Like this encounter might murder you. You know what?
you lit me on fire, we're gonna be on fire, baby! And this tension relaxes. The tragedy, but more often humor, that comes with great pals being around a virtual table playing a game. Discover Sign on your favorite podcast player. S-I-N-E. Choices of the characters are theirs to make, but the fate of the world is up to the dice.